I'm Jaded the Media Jack, and this is another episode of The Flip Side. Now, I got two interviews for you to listen to. The second interview you're going to hear is actually from the front woman of this metalcore group from the Ukraine. Her name is Tatiana. She's incredible, and if you haven't had a chance to see it, I would really suggest you check out the group Ginger, J-I-N-J-E-R. This is a hard rock and metalcore group that just knows how to bring it to the audience and has a lot of passion. A very interesting story about how Ginger came to be and how Tatiana learned how to sing. That's coming up. Right now, YouTuber extraordinaire who made a big splash on the music scene back in 2018. She didn't surprise everyone so much as she let it be known that she has the talent and the skills to let people hear her voice in such an incredible powerful way and she's got a great story about her song honestly that hit the charts last year this is gabby hannah on the flip side you have an incredible following on social media and your background initially started uh strongly with vine was the transition from vine to youtube difficult for you for me, it actually wasn't. I've actually always wanted to be a YouTuber first, and the reason I was doing Vine was because I didn't have the equipment or the editing skills to do YouTube. So I started my transition to YouTube a lot sooner. I might have been the first person to hop on over there. So at the time, I think people were more interested in seeing somebody who was only ever shown for six seconds speak in full length. So for me, it wasn't too bad. Not too bad. So yeah. pe- people were already craving, like, they, they want more from Gabby. Give us more than just, like, a sentence here, a sentence there. Honestly, I don't even know if it's so much that people were craving me. I think it was just curiosity. And because, you know, if you've seen a video of mine on Vine, if it was, like, on the popular page or something, or you saw somebody revine me or I was in somebody else's, if you saw my face on a thumbnail on YouTube, you were more likely to click it just to be like, oh my God, is that that girl from Vine? So it was just, I think it was more of a curiosity thing than a craving thing. That makes sense. Uh, what inspired you to actually start uh, creating content on social media? I was out of college. I had moved back home and I was living with my aunt. And my favorite comedian slash performer slash writer in the world, Bo Burnham, was on Vine. So I redownloaded the app because I saw that he was on it and I wanted to follow him there because I just wanted to see what he was doing. I didn't want to miss content. And then I saw what other people were doing. And because I was bored and living with my aunt in my hometown, hmm. I had a lot of spare time. <laughs> and I got, I, I don't know, it was it was honestly the community. I got so sucked into that world because I, you know, I grew, I grew up in a town where there weren't a lot of like arts or creativity and I had a hard time kind of clicking and relating to a lot of people there, especially as an adult coming back from college. Mm. So it was cool to build a community online of people who really understood me and had the same interests. And I think it was really that that held me on there. It was just, you know, in the, I was in these group chats with these strangers who I had never met and we're just like, oh my God, did you see this? Did you see this? So I think that's, that's what held me there. So what, what, did you, what did you take in college? I majored in uh, psychology, communications, and economics. Wow, that's a spread. I know. It was honestly kind of accidental. Um, and I was sort of just smart about the way I planned it because it turned out like in order to get all three of these things, they all had the same choice of a prereq. So I sort of just stacked them in a way where I took one class, but it went towards everything, if that makes sense. That totally makes sense. That's working smart as opposed to working hard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my last semester I only had to take like 12 credits too or something. Like it was a really easy semester. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. I lucked out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you picture yourself as a YouTuber with a musical career at this point in time or a musician with a YouTube following? Hmm. It's kind of just like two sides of the same coin, I guess. But the goal is definitely to be a musician with a YouTube following. I think at this point, just because I've been doing YouTube for so much longer and because most of my audience is from YouTube, I'm a YouTuber who started a music career. But I definitely wouldn't call myself a YouTube musician, which I think some of the people listening might understand what I mean by that. There's people who create music just to create it, just because it's trendy, just because they can make extra money, just because it, for whatever reason. But mine is actually art. And I consider myself an artist above all things. So, you know, yes, I would consider myself an artist with a YouTube following. <laughs> <laughs> and that, but like that, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing at all. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great, it's a great milestone as well as an incredible tool that I'm pretty sure a lot of uh, musicians who have been strictly a musician for an extended, extended period of time kind of wish they had the same type of following that you have in social media. Yeah, that's definitely true. But there's also so many hurdles that come with starting on YouTube. Mainly, it, it seems like in the YouTube kind of community or culture, people don't really want you stepping outside of that because then you become the YouTuber who, oh, just another YouTuber with a book, just another YouTuber with a song. You need to stick to YouTube. And I think a lot of people in the mainstream media and Hollywood don't take you as seriously because it's easier to do numbers, obviously, if you're a YouTuber because you have the following already, you have the platform. But then when it comes to your actual art, people are just like, eh, like they kind of write it off. They don't really want to be supportive because you're not really an underdog. People love an underdog. And if you already, if you're starting in music with six and a half million followers on YouTube, people think that you didn't actually earn your spot. If that makes sense? Mm -hmm. No, I, I, I get your frustration there. It's yeah. it's it's but, kind. But I think my music's actually good. That's why it bothers me so much because I actually put my heart and soul into everything I write. Well, uh, you know what? You you can't deny that, and also other people cannot deny that because your song, honestly, the video as well as it charting and becoming a number one. It was the number one on iTunes, was it not? It was. Yeah. The encore was number two, so it was pretty tight. <laughs> it was pretty tight. And also, like, yeah. so, you know, the, the fact that, you know, you put time, effort, passion, energy, and a lot of thought and a lot of heart into something kind of shows in that aspect. It's not just a quote-unquote throwaway or just a, uh, a, a quick lyric and off you go. I mean, the fans and also the people that have branched out beyond social media and beyond uh, anything of the YouTube realm and caught on to this and the like the reaction that you've gotten is kind of a tribute to the energy that you've put forth into your art. Yeah, I, I sure hope so. Well, <laughs> and I appreciate you for seeing that because honestly, I, I think the one positive comment that I get a lot is like, wow, she really put the time and effort and passion into this. And I, I do get a lot of respect for that. So I appreciate that people can see that. Now, the song, honestly, which which totally, like, for myself, it, it really, like, as if you didn't have my attention before, you damn near knocked me on my ass when I saw this video. Um, oh, thank you. It, it seems as though it was, it was actually, it's a very powerful song and also a very emotional song. So what inspired 
honestly? That song was written about an ex-boyfriend who was a pathological liar. (laughs) Mm. And I just kind of went through it in that situation. And when I got out of it, I started kind of realizing that all the times he made me feel crazy, I actually wasn't. And just being fed up with the bullshit and finding that like inner strength and strength in the people who are surrounding me and supporting me and actually wrote it the first version of it on a trip to India with him where I found out he was cheating on me on the way. We boarded the flight to India and I found out he was cheating on me. So I was stuck in India with this guy and I wrote a song about it. (laughs) That, that is, uh, I would love to be a fly on the wall during that conversation on the flight. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Imagine two like young, like mid twenties, people Hmm. on this like beautiful business class like flight to india just i was yelling i mean i was like hushed yelling but i was just like are you fucking kidding me right now it was crazy and i couldn't control myself and like i'm i'm sure people heard oh i don't doubt that at all (laughs) wow honestly it's it's gonna be coming out as a full uh, as a part of a full-length album called This Time Next Year, which is going to drop in 2019. How does that feel for you? Oh, my God. I don't, there's so many emotions with that. It's terrifying. Yeah? But it's, oh, yeah. It is so scary. But it, it's exciting. And I'm, I'm kind of nervous for the day that it comes out because it's something that I'm at that point will have been working on for so long. And then I'll be like, oh, shit. Well, now what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm super, super excited about it to the point where this is not a little macabre but i'm so excited to put it out that i'm so overly cautious that i'm like okay don't get into a car accident don't do something stupid because i'm i'm afraid that something will happen before i get the music out like that's how passionate and excited i am about it that i'm i'm like driving 20 miles an hour like don't get into a car accident you have to put your album out that is so macabre but that is the truth (laughs) there's gabby is sitting in her apartment wrapped in bubble wrap having food delivered in styrofoam containers thrown into a smoothie so that she doesn't choke on anything. Truly, I am so neurotic. <laughs> you know what? You know, it, it, shows, so it, shows, it shows how much importance that this album has in your heart and in your mind, the fact that you're being so careful as to make sure that little to nothing... I don't die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nothing is going to stop you. Not, not, nothing's gonna stop yeah. me. Oh, give me some queen. <laughs> I am a rocket ship. There you I go. I love queen. Oh my god. Anyways, back back to this. That's no, fine. <laughs> How does it feel like to be recognized uh, by iHeartRadio, the Streamies, and Forbes? It's really exciting. Um, anything that can legitimize me as an actual artist worth looking at, and not just you know, some internet kid who's making music is really exciting. I think iHeart was huge just because, I mean, that's, you know, an actual music industry that's recognizing me. And the streamies were important to me because that's where I came from. Like, I came from the internet. The streamies recognized the best of the internet. And Forbes, that's just like, huh? Like, that's mind-blowing to me. That is, and like, congratulations on that success. Thank you. Yeah. I know you're sitting in your car right now. You just finished a shoot. Can you give me and anyone else a sneak peek as to what projects you're working on right now and what's to come in the future? Definitely. So obviously I'm working on the album. Um, I have my second poetry book coming out. 
sometime next year, maybe this time next year. Um, I have a clothing line coming out that is all hand-designed by me, all the fonts, the writing, the pictures, everything's designed by me, and I'm very, very excited about that. And, oh, God, what else is going on? Well, I don't know. We just have so many things happening. <laughs> but music is the big one that I'm the absolute most excited for. And, obviously, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep up with my YouTube channel, and I have projects that I'm going to be working on that I'm really excited about. Like, this December, I'm doing – um, I'm living under the poverty line for a week and interviewing people who are impoverished, like, you know, a single mother with children trying to feed her children on, you know, government assistance and on what she makes and a homeless person and somebody who just graduated college and has all the student debt. Because I think that the the biggest, one of the biggest problems in America is how impossible it is to live a healthy, real lifestyle with the way that people are paid and the way that food is priced. And it just really, oh, God, it hits me in such a deep, uncomfortable way when I think about a bag of apples being more than an entire case of ramen noodles. And how can we expect America to be healthy and how can we combat obesity if we're not giving people the resources to have a normal, healthy meal that isn't processed or frozen or through a fast food window? You know, Burger King right now, has like 20 nuggets for 50 cents or something <laughs> like that's it's just impo- how can you possibly when you're feeding a family not go take up that meal yeah totally that's insane and the unique thing about your youtube content and i just want to touch on that briefly is it, it's not the run-of-the-mill generic like we've seen pewdiepie do it we've seen markiplier do it we've seen uh, uh i justine do it you go out and you put yourself out there you try different things you try to understand and explain and experiment in these unique creative and non-drama inducing ways which is refreshing I love that you said that because a lot of people on the internet would very wholeheartedly disagree. (laughs) (laughs) I'm known for being a bit of a drama queen and often accused of being desperate for attention, but I'm an artist, so I suppose I am. (laughs) I'm a radio, so so am I. I'm just a giant attention whore. (laughs) Yes, sir. We all are. Uh, Most are just better at it than others. Final question before uh, we wrap this up, and I, I, I wanted to throw this out there, is uh, if given the chance, what would you tell 10-year-old Gabby? 10-year-old Gabby, I would tell her to soak in everything, and even though everything is really hard and sucky and you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, that later on all of that will come in handy when you're writing stuff because people like to hear about pain. So all your pain is going to come in handy. And that's also what I would like to say to anybody listening is just be grateful for your pain. Turn it into something. Don't waste it. I think that the worst thing you could do for yourself is waste your pain because there is so much beauty that can come out of that. There is so much motivation that can come out of that. There is so much inspiration and empathy and beauty that can come from pain if you know how to appreciate it and channel it instead of letting it destroy you. I have to say that it's it's an honor to talk to you. It's been close to a year that I've been talking with uh, John Freeman for an opportunity to uh, talk to you and interview you. Oh, oh great. Great. <laughs> good. I am a huge fan of your work. Uh, I think Ginger is an incredible group, and your music <laughs> is 
unlike anything I've ever really heard, and that is a tribute to uh, your talent and skills as a vocalist, as well as uh, the band and how, as a complete whole, it sounds just like almost beyond its own genre. It's it sounds incredible. <laughs> Seriously, well, thank you so much, because for me it's quite an ordinary ordinary thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I I suppose that makes sense. Can you tell me who Ginger consists of? Ginger consists of, uh, let it be five people, four musicians and one sound engineer, okay. whom we considered as a band member as well. Yeah, Eugene Abdukhanov, uh, bass player, mm-hmm. Eugene Abdukhanov, guitar player, Raman Ibram Khalilov, okay. drums, Vladislav Ulasevich, and vocals, me, Tatiana Shmailuk. And sound, sound engineer is uh, Alexander Antoshin. How did Ginger get started? I have no idea because <laughs> none of us were at the, at the beginning. Really? Like, yeah, none of us. There is no ordin- uh, original member in the group. So I, as, I, as I remembered, uh, the Ginger was formed in 2007 or 8 uh, by Dmitry Oxin, so he was a, a guitar player. Mm-hmm. So the, f- from the from the very beginning, there was a, a male singer. His name is Max um, Fatulayev. So he, I I don't know, like he participated there like for 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 a year maybe and then he uh, moved to to the US ah. to the States. Yes. So the guys needed someone to replace him and uh, at the same time they needed someone who who would help them with one show as a support as a support to another Ukrainian band. So as we were uh, friends with me with Dmitri so he uh, he just pr- suggested me that I sang there and I did I did and I did it just for one one show I didn't want to do this as a full-time membership but really? yeah yeah because I was a part of another band and we split it up we split up and I was quite depressed by this fact, mm. by the fact. So I didn't want to start any other band. Right. Yeah, but I'm glad I'm here. But sometimes I think like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, no, I hate that guys. I hate those guys. I hate <laughs> everything and music and touring. Go yeah. to hell. I can, I can imagine it could be quite a grind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What is your vocal background? I would like to know. <laughs> but <laughs> I am a self-made singer. Really? And uh, yes, when I was eight, I think I was eight. I went to well, I I've been singing things since my childhood, okay. since I was a child, very little. When I was eight, I went to vocal lessons 
and I spent there two months maybe, and then I quit it because you know, like children, like I, I I couldn't stick to one thing. I yeah, I I couldn't uh, give my full attention. Couldn't concentrate, you know, <laughs> much on singing. So I lost I lost my interest. That's how it is. That's yeah. how it is. Like only two months of education, as you uh, if you can call it education. That's, that's it. That's so. incredible. You are a self taught, self trained vocalist. Apparently, yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I don't like to think about it. Like mm-hmm. let it just float from me, you know. That's through my mouth. Now, now, Ginger is actually uh, won a few awards, uh, and, and congratulations for that. What has been the biggest uh, impact of these awards and this recognition uh, for you and your band? Like, which which award has shocked you the most? Best Ukrainian Metal yes. Act, right? Yes. You're talking about this. Winning the uh, Best Ukrainian Metal Act held by mm-hmm. uh, the label in 2013. And also mm-hmm. winning the award for the best music video for the song "I Speak Astronomy." Astronomy, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, not much really, because it's it, in Ukraine. It's not an international something. But for me, for me, I don't know if there would be like if there was Eugene, he would probably tell you a lot of things about it. <laughs> mm. But for me, it doesn't mean much. I mean, like it, it gives us uh, maybe a, a huge noise noise around us. <laughs> you oh, know? attention! You know how to paraphrase it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And and that's it. Well, thanks. Uh, of course, we are very grateful for our Ukrainian fans who voted for us. It it it's it's really huge because, <clears throat> like. In Ukraine, in Ukraine, the metal scene is not very big, and uh, it's still it's still a great pleasure to be recognized there in your country, and still and still knowing that metal is at least is something yes. <laughs> once a year, once a year, and it, it's good that we have like such a word in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Among all those pop stars, yeah, it's good. It's great. It's a great idea. And uh, we every year we try to visit uh, this award, like this party, this evening, this event, to to watch our fellow musicians, mm-hmm. bands we know, friends, and just it's it's a great pleasure and entertaining to watch them playing. And yeah, it's good. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, 2018 was the first year you traveled to and toured North America. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And um, from what I understand, uh, when you were in eastern, northeastern North America uh, or United States of America, the weather wasn't exactly the most comfortable. You guys got caught in this freak snowstorm. Yeah, yeah, in Minnesota. Yes. I think. Yes. Cancelled, cancelled. Yeah, we cancelled the show, but you know what? What is good? Uh, it's good because I needed it so much because um, we had. Uh, oh, 
we got sick, like every member of the band. I think every member of the whole crew and all the bands got got sick Ooh. from time to time, you know. Oh. And, um, and 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 that day, I needed a day off. And I was actually I was trying to visualize that maybe somehow this evening will be cancelled. The show will be cancelled because my voice was absolute like a piece of crap. I got sick again and uh, I I had a cough. I was coughing and running nose and stuff like that. That that cancelling was a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. It yeah. seemed as though the North America uh, tour for you guys was it was it was more more issues and hiccups than it was <laughs> smooth sailing. Uh, if we we if we speak about headlining shows, yes, yes, they were quite of a challenge for us, and I don't remember if we ever had uh, have had a. Uh, Hard, harder, like more difficult tour. Oh, yeah. Than this one, like we had only—I don't remember how many shows we had. It was—it was a like a, it was an insane schedule you guys were trying to keep. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that we slept only—we used a hotel room only once. Oh, on this like two—that was two weeks, I think. Yeah, two weeks. Of touring, yeah, but nevertheless, like that was hard. That was hard, and the the uh, jet lags and stuff like that, and the hot weather. And then, and but, then the sudden snowstorm, and yeah, yeah. yeah, but but support tours were were great. Yeah, like for, with uh, with uh, Cradle of Filth and with Devil Driver, which we had like we we haven't yet come back from the tour like we're still in in brazil we are still in brazil right now so that's awesome waiting waiting to come back home and yes. then telling stories about this tour yes th this tour was great too oh good ginger currently has three studio albums and you guys mm -hmm. are working on a brand new album right now correct uh actually nope no <laughs> we 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 finished our uh, we finished recording uh, our in, pro in production actually of our EP new EP called Micro. Okay. So we are waiting for uh, for this to be released on the 11th of January, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Next year, 2019. Yeah, and then somewhere in spring. We are planning to work on a new album. And, These are the plans. And 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 how exciting is that for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally crying inside. <laughs> really? Although I'm laughing. Yeah, because you know, uh, every every recording process for us is very 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 tough because it it demands from us quick. Quick decisions, quick oh. recording, quick, quick uh, um, composing, mm -hmm. because apparently we don't have time, don't have much time to do this. So yes, this schedule is very, very um, rigorous. Temp. Yes, yes. 
And then, so uh, realizing that I have to go through this again <laughs> oh. <laughs> is not very amusing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair but, enough. Yeah. yeah. But who knows? Like maybe I I found I will find an inspiration, mm-hmm. new wave of inspiration. You know, and it would. It would get smooth because writing lyrics for me is really, really difficult. Is it? Because I want it all to be perfect, at least for me. You're a perfectionist. Uh, at some point, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that but makes... but yeah, but in the end, it it, it comes out <laughs> quite ah uh, quite awkward, you know. Oh. Everything, everything that I want to be per- perfect. Everything is like something strange. What what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's what I am asking. Yeah. What are you supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. How does Stop this make working. any sense? I don't know. It sounds good. Let's go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I hope people will like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get into uh, these uh, quick little questions here, if that's all right. Mike uh, from Twitter asks, what brand of instruments do you guys prefer to use? Oh, my God. <laughs> no one specific brand, oh, I thought, apparently. I thought, yeah, yeah, brand of clothing would be better mm. for me to answer. But, <laughs> dude, Mike, sorry, but uh, I have no idea. As far as I know, uh, Eugene plays his bass guitar, like custom shop guitar, Pacatillo. I know the name, Pacatillo. Pacatillo. Yeah. Yes, um, Roman plays guitars from OD Guitars. Uh, this is the brand, also custom shop from um, uh, Israel. Uh, yes, if I'm not mistaken, yes, Israel. Okay. So you you can check you can check Roman's Instagram or whatever. He he is endorser. Okay. He has an endorsement of this uh, nice. brand of. So. O.D. is just two letters. O.D. Guitars. O.D. Guitars. Just yeah, Google it and you will find it okay. on the internet. Yeah, I like them, by the way. I like the, sh- the, the design very mm. much. It's very extraordinary for me. Nice. Yeah. So, and um, who else? Who else we have? Yeah, Vlad. <laughs> Vlad plays Tama. Tama drums. Tama drums. And, yes, and I think the, as for symbols, he used Zildjian, if I'm not mistaken. You can also check his Instagram as well. Okay. So, and I don't use anything. And okay. as for amplifiers, seriously, I don't know about amplifiers and stuff like that. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, coffee caps. Oh, they use coffee caps. Also, this brand is from Czech Republic, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember it right. Okay. Coffee caps. So yeah. And uh, they they use helixes, both of them. Since you don't have any instruments, but uh, you you said that uh, clothing line would be easier. What's your preferred clothing line? Hmm. Uh, as for boots, I like Nike. Really? I like to wear Nike. Yeah, uh, I have like three pairs of Nikes. One, uh, two pairs of Adidas. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, oh no even three okay i have a lot of stuff <laughs> uh, but as a closing brand i i wear something weird actually there are for example right now in my bag there are a lot of ponchos from colombia mm. one from colombia one from uh, uh yeah i don't know maybe peru okay maybe peru yeah one from mexico <laughs> okay and there are some stuff like i have a i like to wear something uh, self-made also uh, i mean handmade oh. handmade clothes so on my stage uh, on stage i wear things that i customized myself mm-hmm. from for example cat suit that i uh, that dress dress black dress with a huge mm, how you call it okay black dress yes <laughs> yes because there's there's plenty of the even in your pro in your profile picture on wikipedia there's the four of you and you're wearing this very sleek black flowing dress yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. So this one uh, was once a cat suit, a jumpsuit. Really? Uh, yes. And in this jumpsuit, I, I, we filmed. Uh, I was in a, in an I speak astronomy music video. Oh. So I customized it and made a dress of it, out of it. Wow. Yeah. So I like things like that. I. I don't really try. I, I I don't try to stick to brands or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just buy whatever I want, whatever is looking good on me. Yeah, whatever is well, interesting. When when you, it seems as though like I I wish I could have I could attend a concert, and I do plan on attending a concert in the future. But it seems as though when you are performing, you're up on stage, uh, you dress. Uh, very comfortable but at the same time like you have this uh, powerful presence about you with your not only how you dress but how you hold yourself and and how you perform so is comfort important to you (laughs) thank you yes yes absolutely absolutely sometimes uh, i try on i put on my stage uh, costumes or dresses whatever outfits uh, according to my mood and for example yesterday in um, in Porto Alegre in Brazil I was I was dressed like a guy <laughs> with huge shorts like they like kind of basketball shorts like okay. those at hardcore people oh mm-hmm. uh, pretty much i was a female version of suicidal tendencies <laughs> <laughs> really yeah yeah with bandana on my hand with just short uh, short uh, crop top mm-hmm. and those shorts and my favorite socks and my favorite nike's it sounds and comfortable to me <laughs> Yes, and like if I have another mood, like another kind of mood, I will dress my dress, black mm. dress, and be girly, girly girl. Yeah. Nice. From Carmen uh, on face on Facebook, uh, what do you guys do to relax after a concert, and what are your riders? 
Oh, what we do after after the concert? Yeah. First of all, we need to discuss everything that happened on stage. Uh, I think that we just have to uh, emotionally uh, un- unload. <laughs> unload, yes. Uh, decompress. By, yes, yes, yes. By talking, 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 and discussing the shit. Like, and um, then some of us drink beer, some of us drink some alcohol. Uh, then we just smoke cigarettes or weed you know <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, just laying if there is a some sofa or couch yeah. we just lay down and uh, a little bit just physically relax yes and but there is no not much really not much. Not, not much to do yeah just exactly what you do after physical um, <laughs> Of physical ex- exercises. Yes. Yes. Except of drinking. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. It, it, Who knows? I, 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 Once I, I, I did, do the same. <laughs> yeah. Once we did like with, uh, we went with our drama Vlad to um, gym. Mm-hmm. The whole month, the whole month we were members of the gym, and <laughs> I remember that the first time we uh, trained. And then we went to, uh, to my home, to my apartment, to drink some beer right after the workout. Right. And smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we considered ourselves big, big sport, sport people, you know, yeah. sportsmen. <laughs> we got this uh, down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, and do you, and what do, our rider, rider, yes. we, we have. Some food, some uh, food, canned food. Okay. I, I mean, I, I hope she. Uh, who, who's asking this question? Carmen. 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 I hope she is talking about this, uh, like f- food and stuff. Your your writers, yeah, yeah. Writers are. Uh, what are your requests when you go to a concert? Uh, when you go to perform, so you have to have this and this and this and this mm. we ask a lot of stuff but uh, anything but, crazy uh, towels, towels 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 more towels <laughs> <laughs> for this yes because we are very sweaty people mm. yeah we give uh, we give a lot of energy so yeah we need to wipe our asses <laughs> <laughs> Right on the stage. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, it is that type of concert. We don't need much. We just need very simple and necessary things gotcha. for us. That's it. Okay, Dallas from Instagram uh, says, asks, uh, is there a difference in fans and reaction in North America as opposed to uh, the Ukraine? Hmm. The only dif- no, actually they are all crazy. They're crazy. all crazy. Yes, I I think like I really like Canada's people. Oh. Audience, audience in Canada is very 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 crazy, crazy. <laughs> and the USA too. They are all crazy in in Ukraine as well. The only difference is that uh, in the U 
in the US and Canada, uh, people can sing along. <laughs> Actually, they know our our stuff, our songs, and they can sing together with me. In Ukraine, you can hardly meet it on 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 the shows. Really? Yep. Yeah, but that's fine. At least they're jumping and slamming and yeah. <laughs> and enjoying the music for as, as it is. Lorna from Twitter uh, asks, uh, do you guys have other merchandise like posters or calendars and would you autograph them? Mm, not really, but we will think about it. Yeah. If, if like, if you will if you will want to to purchase some, some, maybe we will someday. But actually, like during the shows, like here in, for example, here in Latin America, uh, people come to our shows with posters. Mm. I don't know where where they get them, but like because on meet and greet, people just comes to with with those posters and we sign it but if we will if we do those if, if we make those calendars and stuff like that of course we will we will sign it and spread it all worldwide yeah, sounds great um okay final question from joanna uh she <laughs> asks what's it feel like or are you aware that you inspire uh, young women to not only break out of their mold and go against the grain, but also you inspire them in your in your talent and your skill. <laughs> I don't realize. I, I cannot even realize how it, it how it is. For me, I'm still that uh, little girl who just sing and that's it. Because like from the start, I. I didn't really real. I, I didn't. I couldn't imagine that I would. I would reach some success, you know, get some success with music because my parents didn't believe in me at really? the beginning. No one. Yeah, no one did. So yeah. Well, what the fuck? I, yes, only now, Mama. My mother is very proud. Whoa! Look at her! Look at her! <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I I always say to myself, Hey, mom, I needed your support like at the beginning. Yeah. Now I know. But uh, anyways, oh, I don't want. I don't really like to be a role model or whatever. But it's good if I can help girls with. I don't know, whatever, <laughs> with whatever. <laughs> well, I can, only I can only assume because I'm not, I'm not a girl, but I can only assume uh, <laughs> uh, because, of, because of who you are and what you do and also your incredible uh, talent, your range, um, that uh, you most likely inspire young women to uh, step out of the norm and to... Yeah. try something new yes exactly yes. let it be but i want to say them that uh i want to tell that please if you find some some uh some person to follow 
you know, yes. to take an example of, just uh, pick only good traits of their character, of their activities. For example, if you want to sing like me, sing, but don't drink and smoke like I do. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Oh, seriously. Okay. I get. I. <laughs> yeah. I. I laugh because it's true, but at the same time, I mean, like you. Yeah. You. You very much. You do what you do to relax and take care of yourself. Is the same time. Yes. Yes. And I don't say it's right. You know. I know I'm self-destructive person, but it's only me. And if you think that it helps uh, to gain my my voice to make my voice as it is right now. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it works no, it against doesn't. it. It's not because of drinking and smoking I growl like this. No. <laughs> I personally just have one question for you and that is, um, will Ginger uh, tour uh, Northern Canada? If, if Ginger ever tour, Canada, Northern yeah. Canada is in the, on the list. It's Absolute. on the list. Of course. We just need to, I think, to uh, make it as part of Northern America too. Like oh. the US, I mean. Yes. The US tour and Canada tour maybe like this, or maybe it would be too much. Who knows? Me. Well, we will. Yes, we will think about it. Okay. We will think about it definitely. That's yeah. Thanks for <laughs> yeah. Thanks for invitation. <laughs> I think that would be great because like if if the whole Canada is just as good as in Montreal, for example. Yes. Yeah, I would love to tour around your country. Well, it, it is it is a it is definitely a dream of mine to witness <laughs> Ginger in person. Yay.